0: Hey, and welcome to Imani Nicole, the podcast, the place where you can be both spiritual and the most authentic version of yourself. I'm your host and Lit Life Coach, Imani, and I will help demystify spiritual concepts and empower you to be the most lit version of yourself as you navigate your spiritual journey, relationships, and self-evolution while having a ton of fun in the process. Let's be our best selves together and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my energy. I am so happy and excited that you're here. And I am so happy and excited to be back. I admittedly had to take a creative break. You know how sometimes you just feel like you are racking your brain and beating your head against the wall when you feel stuck, but then you just like take a few steps back, like kind of walk away from it. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this was totally easy. Like, that's all I needed to do. And that's exactly how I felt about my podcast. But the juices are flowing again and I am so happy. So let's get right into it. Now, this is probably the biggest topic that I've tackled on my podcast so far, and we're going to be talking about purpose today. So I've been thinking very deeply and meditating on this topic for the past few months, and I gave a talk on purpose and life purpose the other night, and it was definitely not the first time or the first conversation that I had about purpose, but what I think Felt to be true about life's purpose four years ago is not the same as it is now and when I gave that talk earlier this week I was like there's no way I can't share this it resonated so deeply with people on the call and I'm really excited to share it with you especially if you've been caught in the big nebulous question what is my purpose And that is such a big and heavy question, right? The thought, what is my purpose can ignite an existential crisis of sorts, which can lead to feelings of overwhelm, confusion, sadness, even because it's such a big concept. And it's like, okay, well, how do I even approach this? And I've coached many, many people on purpose. I've given life purpose card readings, the whole nine. And people would come to me at a time in their life when they were raising their vibe on a more consistent basis and starting to live their lives in a way that was more authentic to them. But with that, they start to find certain aspects of their life, like their jobs, unbearable. So I'll give you an example from my own life. So when I started working on myself and really diving into my own personal development about five years ago, I was in a PhD program for a year already at that point, and I was actively working toward what I thought was my ultimate dream at the time. And so I'm reading personal development, meeting people online, all around the country, exercising more than I ever have, meditating, journaling. I am vibing higher than ever before. My body's feeling great. My mind is feeling great. My soul is lit and people are noticing. It's fantastic. And At this point, I'm really stepping into being that girl before it was even a thing, right? And up until this point, I had always done things that would get the approval and external validation of other people. So I would pursue things that would make people go, oh my gosh, how cool, or wow, you must have to be really smart to do that. Which is ultimately how I think I ended up in a PhD program that almost drained my soul. And I considered, you know, being a grad student a part of my personality. It was definitely part of my identity at that point. But what I started to notice in hindsight was that the better I was feeling, the more intolerable grad school became. And so as I was ascending in vibe, I was looking around my life and saying, like, what have I been doing up until this point? Like what? Like, surely this cannot be it, which is a very classic and also very timely quarter life crisis, (laughs) right? I kept getting the urge to quit grad school. And as freeing as that felt, I would be lying if I said it was not equally terrifying and it scared me so bad because I had such a clear path and trajectory and when I started not feeling my program as much and eventually walking away from my program altogether I was like okay who am I and what is my purpose now and why the hell am I floating on this big rock floating in the middle of nowhere (laughs) Right. And when I would coach people who were in a very similar spot to this, they would say something along the lines of I'm stuck at a dead end job or I'm in a career that makes my blood boil and I'm not living in my purpose. Can you help me? And I would say that nine times out of 10, when I would get coaching requests or give readings about life purpose, what they really meant in that request is, what should my career be? Or how do I get out of my soul-sucking job? And that makes sense, right? If you live in Western civilization, or specifically America, (laughs) we live in a capitalistic, patriarchal, hyper-productive society. So at a subconscious level, of course we begin to believe that purpose is synonymous with career. But knowing what I know now, if I could go back and tell 26, 27-year-old Imani who was lost, dazed, and confused about what in the world her purpose was after quitting grad school, I would tell her That purpose is not what you do, it's who you are. I tell her that the more she stepped into the way her soul wanted to authentically express herself, the more plain her purpose would become. And so when I quit my doctorate program to pursue the path of being a life coach, I firmly believed with every fiber in my being that it was my purpose to be a life coach or a spiritual teacher and a guide. But the more I step into that very role, the more I realize that purpose is not a noun or it doesn't have to be, right? It's a verb. Better yet, I like to think of purpose as a mission statement. And, you know, if you aren't as familiar with what a mission statement is, it's used by companies to explain their reason or purpose for existing. For example, Starbucks' mission statement is to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, in one neighborhood at a time. I'll give you another example of a mission statement. So we all know and love Target, right? (laughs) So Target's mission statement is to help families discover the joy of everyday life. And the last example I'll give is from TED, you know, like TED Talks. And their mission statement is to discover and spread ideas that spark imagination, embrace possibility, and catalyze impact. So from these examples, you can see that these companies' mission statements, or ultimately their purpose for existing, are deeply connected to core values. And when I say core values, I mean characteristics that guide and motivate all aspects of your life, or most aspects of your life. Brene Brown defines them as principles or beliefs that we hold about ourselves and human behavior that often determine how we spend our time, money, and energy. And some examples of core values are authenticity, love, loyalty, justice, integrity. The list can go on and on, but you get the general idea. And in these examples of the mission statements I gave, the core values are embedded in the mission statement. So if we revisit Target's mission statement to help all families discover the joy of everyday life, the core value that ultimately lives in that mission statement is joy, And so when we think of purpose as a verb or even more specifically a value driven mission statement, your life purpose is not something that can be dumbed down to a nine to five or a job title. Whether you follow your purpose is not dependent on any hiring manager or whether you have clients or customers or not. Your purpose now becomes a living prayer for humanity that happens to express itself through you. And so your job, your career, your business, or what have you can be a way for you to embody and manifest your purpose into physical form, right? But your job or career, business, whatever, doesn't have to be the way to express your purpose if you don't want it to be. Your purpose doesn't even have to be attached to how you make financial income at all. So I'm currently reading Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. And if I'm being completely honest, this is the book that I wish I had four or five years ago when I was aware that my spiritual awakening was happening. I can't recommend it enough. But anyway, I'm still reading it. But when I was reading this the other day, It just hit me so hard and the way that I think about purpose now just was confirmed by this passage in the book and I would love to read it to you. So it says, your soul's purpose. For as long as I can remember, I was in a rush to grow up and get working on my soul purpose. When I was little, my favorite question was, where are we going today? Even then, I was searching for this thing that I knew I had to find Eternally looking for the perfect black and white answer to the question, what is my purpose? To be honest, the whole soul purpose thing stressed me out. It felt like a big decision to make, the type that hangs over you until you do it. But I was petrified that I might miss my life or get it wrong. The deeper I got into my career, the more trapped I felt I searched all corners of the world for the perfect thing for me to do in order to play my part in leaving the world a little brighter with my presence, spending many years waiting around for a perfectly plotted out, single-minded plan to be miraculously revealed in full and land smack bang on my lap. And when I actually got pretty clear glimpses of what it could be, I longed for some external person to confirm that I had it right and to give me permission to get on with it. I was so in my head, weighing up, pondering, questioning all the possible paths, petrified that I might choose the wrong one. I was stuck in an action, waiting to be handed the map from the big G himself before I set along my perfect path. I thought it was all about striving and doing, not being and embodying. I've spent years trying to work out what my purpose is, trying to fit it into a perfect little box with a step-by-step plan before I would even consider taking the leap. I looked at my strengths, listed my gifts, tried to work out the message my soul wanted to share. But still, I held back because I couldn't see every single little step along the way. I wanted to know the final destination before I took the first step. All of the possibilities, purposes, and callings would toss and turn in my head, but I was not acting on any one of them. I was waiting by the phone for the universe to call saying, "'Hey girl, so this is your purpose.'" The amount of time I spent pondering whether I should be a writer, an actor, a life coach, a healer, an artist, a director, or fashion designer is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't matter if I write books, bake cakes, make movies, design cowboy boots, or tap dance on a piano. It doesn't matter if I take photos, do speeches, run a country, teach kids, paint pictures, write comedy, or host a TV show. As long as it lights me up, I will bring my own unique light to everything that I do. The only things that matter is doing the things that light you up over and over again and letting the light shine authentically through you. Following the trail of things that light you up and lose yourself in the doing. And before long, you'll find yourself right in the center of your purpose in the life you are called to live. And I just love and adore that so much, right? So even if we play off of that passage, right? If your purpose is to spread joy, you can spread joy as a stay-at-home parent, a CEO, a beauty blogger, a custodian, a secretary. Hell, you can follow your purpose by smiling someone at the grocery store or walking your dog it sincerely does not matter how you follow your purpose as long as the way that you do follow your purpose makes you happy and when we think about purpose this way that even takes the pressure off of our jobs and our careers in a really really big way and For me, as someone who is multi-passionate and chooses coaching and speaking as a way to express her purpose, that takes the pressure off in a big way as well. So if you identify as multi-passionate or you have many, many interests and you are also someone who chooses to express their purpose through a business or career or hobby what have you it can sometimes be paralyzing to niche down and trust me i know <laughs> you know as i'm planning the launch and content strategy of my upcoming youtube channel i desire to express my other passions on my channel along with content that is related to what i'm already talking about right so i found myself thinking in the planning process well What's the point if I talk about products that I'm excited about? How is this connected to my purpose when I thought my purpose was connected to me being a coach? So thinking of life purpose as a mission statement really helps me, and I hope you too if you identify as multi-passionate, that it sincerely does not matter what path you take right? It doesn't matter if you teach dance fitness or if you're a teacher or if you're a beauty vlogger or a lifestyle vlogger or whatever. It does not matter. When you are grounded in your purpose, it will simply pour off of you no matter what you do. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, well, this is great, Imani, but where do I start? If I could recommend one place to start, I would start with parsing out what your core values are. So Brene Brown, of course, she is queen. We all love her. She has a list of core values from her book, Dare to Lead. And I will include that in the show notes just to give you a starting point. And this list is by no means exhaustive. It's really just something to get your mind going. And so what you're going to do is refer to the list of values and pick your two values. So these are the beliefs that are the most important to you. And you may find yourself looking at the list and saying, well, Imani, all of these are important to me. How do I pick? So when I first did this exercise, I combed through this list a few times. So the first go round, I chose words that stuck out to me and that really resonated with me like authenticity, creativity, love, joy, openness, optimism. So just going out, picking out some of those words And to further narrow down your list, you're going to take the ones that you circled. You probably have maybe five to seven, maybe even 10 words at this point from the list that stick out to you. And so from there, you're going to ask yourself these questions to narrow it down even further. So one question that you can ask yourself to help identify your core value is, Which one of these can I absolutely not live without? Which one of these is an absolute non-negotiable for my life? Another question that you can ask yourself to help narrow down is which one of these values when not honored makes your blood boil like no other? A third question that you can ask yourself is, which one of these values define at a core level who I am? So if I were to expand on that a little bit, you may have noticed from this list, or you may even have some circled, that could be subcategories of each other. So you want to look at the options or the values that you have circled and see if any can Fit under the other. So, to give you an inside scoop of my thought process when I was parsing out my values, when I went through the list, I had compassion, connection, and love circled for my first go around. So, as I'm thinking about narrowing down my list, I go through and I say to myself, okay, love requires both compassion and connection, so therefore, I was able to lump those together and have love as my core value. So in other words, when we're thinking of our top two core values, we're trying to zoom out instead of getting really super granular. But... That said, we don't want to get so zoomed out that the words that we're using now becomes nebulous and they don't resonate with us, right? So for instance, if there's enough of a distinction for you to use both love and connection, just from my own example, by all means, use them both, right? But if we are choosing the difference between joy and fun, for example, then it's about choosing the word that feels most resonant for you. And I hope the way that I'm explaining that makes sense. So once you have your core values and what is so deeply important to you, narrowed down to two, I would say no more than three, your next step is to infuse your mission statement with these values. So some questions that you can ask yourself or some ways that you can frame your mission statement in order to reflect your life purpose can be, how do you wish others to be impacted by these values? Or what do you wish to show teach or share with others. Another question that you can ask yourself is how do you want to live these values? So I mean we couldn't have this episode without me sharing what I feel is my life purpose in this snapshot in time. So what I feel my life purpose is is to spread joy so wide that it catches like wildfire and embody love so deeply that it can be recognized at a soul level. As you can see from my example, my purpose is completely independent and a standalone statement from what my career is, right? So if God forbid something were to happen where I couldn't do what I do now anymore, I could still very much live out my purpose. I can fulfill my purpose no matter where I am or what I'm doing. And ultimately, that was the intention of this entire episode is to give you a different way to think about fulfilling your purpose and to alleviate some of that pressure if what is my life purpose <laughs> is something that really, really stressed you out. So that is all I have for you today, sweet dears. Please, oh please, let me know how this episode resonates for you. You can find me and DM me at Imani Nicole on Instagram, TikTok, or if you want, you can email me at Nicole at gmail.com. And if you feel led, I would so appreciate if you left a review for my podcast. Leaving reviews is completely free, and it really helps this podcast and this message reach who it needs to reach. So here's the really fun part. If you submit A review for the podcast between now and March. 10th, you'll be entered into a giveaway that I am hosting. So in order to enter, all you need to do is send a screenshot of your completed review to imaninicole at gmail.com and you'll be entered to win a copy of Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell, which is the book that I was reading from in this episode, and the Work Your Light Oracle Deck, which is also by Rebecca Campbell in a fabulous starter oracle deck if you're just getting into that sort of thing so let me know if you have any questions about that i can't wait to hear from you and thanks so much for listening and i'll see you next time thanks so much for tuning in if you love what you heard tell me about it Find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole and tag me and tell me what you loved about this episode. I love hanging out with you and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. See you soon.